Welcome to the Root Cause Revolution podcast with functional and integrative nurse nutritionist and energy medicine practitioner, Audrey Christie. Hey friend, today we're talking about those musty smells hanging around your house. No, we're talking about mold toxicity today, but those mold toxicity or mold can be the culprit behind both of those musty smells in your basement or in your closet or, you know, by the windows in your home and can be a big root cause for your chronic health conditions. So today we're going to talk about mold toxicity. We're going to talk about how do you know if mold is causing your symptoms. We're going to talk about the signs and symptoms of mold toxicity and steps you can take to start remedying the problem right now. We'll even talk a little bit about how mold toxicity is impacting your mental health. Welcome. If this is your first time listening, I'm Audrey Christie. I'm a functional and integrative nurse nutritionist and energy medicine practitioner. I help women heal from chronic illness and autoimmune disease. So I help you to stop chasing symptoms, find your root causes like we're talking about today, and heal your body from autoimmune and chronic illness. I share simple, sustainable things that you can take and DIY or that you can take as knowledge and arm yourself to work with a practitioner like myself or one that you prefer Speaking of DIY, this is also a good time to let you know that if you're looking to DIY your healing journey with lots of support, community, and a practitioner-led component, then make sure you check out the Root Cause Revolution membership. It's my monthly membership program, and we have such an incredible community there. This membership is absolutely jam-packed, and I've had so many people tell me it's made more difference for them than thousands of dollars they've spent on coaches, courses, and functional med docs. Every month we have live Q&A calls so you can ask any question that you have. We also have a live energy healing session plus a whole video and assessment library of information included with the membership that is being updated all the time. Plus you get big savings on practitioner grade supplements, lab tests and appointments and there's always new content coming in and a free private off of traditional social media forum. You can get all of that information at audreychristie.com forward slash membership. All right, so let's dig in. Mold toxicity, what the heck is it? Okay, so mold toxicity is exactly what it sounds like. In fact, it's estimated that over 50% of structures in the United States provide exposure to mold, okay? And that mold toxicity could be the root cause of kind of an unrecognized epidemic, if you will. It's considered a biotoxin illness. And when we zoom out and we look at our healing phases, it is included in our healing phases, but it's included kind of in the middle towards the end. Let's rewind to fifth grade science class. Mold is a fungus. It's found everywhere in our environment. It's found indoors and outdoors. But there are certain types that grow inside your home or your workplace that can actually um, cause mold-related illnesses. Now, every almost everyone's heard of black mold, right? But there are a whole host of mold species that create a mold-induced toxicity. And it's kind of a problem because often the signs and symptoms of mold toxicity are very vague, like fatigue and memory problems and gut issues and muscle aches, much like a lot of the times people are trying to get diagnosed with you know, an autoimmune disease or a chronic illness, and it is difficult to pinpoint um, exactly what you're suffering from because the symptoms can be vague. doesn't mean they're not real. They're very real but they can be vague and difficult to kind of string together, which is why looking at the root cause is so critical. So 
With mold, it's really easy to attribute those symptoms to other causes, right? And then on top of that, you don't always know that you've been exposed to a mold because unless you actively see it, actively smell it, you might not know it's there. And so a lot of times, mold toxicity can be put on the back burner or it goes unrecognized in conventional medicine, but also in functional and integrative practices as well. Um, and when you go through a healing journey and you have mold exposure or continuous mold exposure, and you, you hit a roadblock or you don't fully recover, mold can often be that barrier, barrier to overcoming those chronic health and autoimmune issues. Um, so if mold could be a culprit for you, it's really important to identify, address it, and of course, treat mold toxicity. You can really lump this up also with mold allergies. Both mold allergies and mold toxicity cause underlying inflammation. Um, it Definitely, the body processes the toxicity and the allergens differently, but in short, they both contribute to chronic illness and autoimmune disease. It's definitely something that you have to rebalance in the body. So let's start with how do you know if mold is causing your symptoms? Like I said, the, the symptoms of mold toxicity can be very vague and and like anything else, they vary from person to person. And interestingly, when you look at studies, oftentimes people living or working in the same building with the same water damage for the same amount of time have different symptoms. And so when we when we wonder, like, well, if, if one species of mold doesn't cause the same symptoms for everyone, that just makes it more ambiguous, right? But just like anything else, your pool of what you've been exposed to over time, your genetics, your nutrition, your lifestyle, the environmental factors all play a part in how that mold reacts with your bio-individual self, your unique person. For example, there is a certain gene called HLA-DR that is known about 24% of people have, and that gene makes people more susceptible to mold toxicity. But just like anything else, it doesn't mean that your body can't easily tag mold toxins and get rid of them if the gene is turned off or on, okay? And just because only 24% of people suffer from that gene or, or have the propensity, the ability for that gene to be turned off and on, that doesn't mean that the general population, people who don't have the HLA-DR gene, can tolerate mold and mold exposure. Um, a severe mold problem can actually really have an impact on an otherwise healthy person and immune system. The difference is people with certain genetics may have a, a lower threshold, so they're more sensitive, meaning they are affected greater by smaller amounts of mold. When I'm working with people who are suffering from a mold issue, oftentimes you have a sudden downturn in your health. So your symptoms come on suddenly and you don't really recall how or why they may have arrived. So sometimes when we're working together for chronic illness or autoimmune disease, we can go back through your history and kind of pinpoint uh, an ignition point of your autoimmune disease. So it might be that you experienced a really stressful month uh, in your life, and that's what triggered it. It could be that you had another virus or cold or flu, and you took medication, and that's what triggered it. Or maybe you had the virus 
and you didn't take medication and that triggered it. So a lot of times we can really pinpoint down to the month or the week or the day. Sometimes it's the year if it was too long ago, right? It can be difficult to remember things that happened 10, 15, 20 years ago. Um, but often there is a sudden unexplainable downturn in a person's health, right? And then usually what happens is they go to the doctor, right? And sometimes they're given a random label like fibromyalgia or irritable bowel syndrome. Y'all have heard me talk about irritable bowel syndrome before. That is a BS diagnosis uh, or chronic fatigue syndrome. All of those things just basically mean that they don't exactly know what's wrong with you. Um, and a lot of times they are used to kind of shuttle you on. When the doctor gets perplexed, he kind of shuttles you on, you know, like here's your diagnosis and that way you have something tangible to hold on to. But remember, diagnosis is not important. It's just a label, right? So not to mention that when you have a diagnosis like that, it's completely overlooking the root cause, okay? So if you look at sudden unexplainable fatigue, for example, we know that mitochondrial damage happens from mold toxicity and that can cause fatigue. We know that mold can can trigger inflammation. So if you have um, generalized inflammation, mold might be an issue for you. We know that mold can lead to structural brain damages and nervous system dysfunction. Um, we know that that can also contribute to a hypersensitivity of foods, chemicals, and other items that maybe didn't bother you before. So maybe all of a sudden you're hypersensitive to smells, for example. All of that is part of something called chronic inflammatory response. Now, chronic inflammatory response can happen a lot of other times with things other than mold, but it is really common to see it in mold. Sometimes you might also hear it called a biotoxin illness. And it's basically where inflammation affects lots of different systems in your body. So when we're looking at signs and symptoms of chronic inflammatory response that might be related to mold, we can look at things like brain function. So brain fog, memory loss, trouble finding words, difficulty concentrating, uh, taking it, difficulty retaining or taking in new information. Um, and it can actually move into the nervous system and you have headaches, uh, dizziness, poor balance and coordination, uh, tremors, numbness, tingling, skin sensitivity, uh, temperature regulation problems, seizure like events, and that can lead into your mental state. And all of these can occur together or individually, right? So mental state, anxiety, depression, irritability, mood swings are highly correlated as with uh, mold as one of the root causes. In fact, there's been a lot of really good, really new evidence between that links depression, anxiety, and exposure to mold. Um, especially black mold, right? But also other strains of mold that are toxic to the body and the brain. So what happens is, is that mycotoxins cause lesions in the brain in both the gray matter and the white matter. And it affects the frontal cortex, which can create issues like anxiety and depression. And it, what happens is the nerve cells in the brain that make dopamine, we've talked about that before, it's a happiness hormone, a happiness neurotransmitter, um, those are slowly destroyed. And so without the dopamine, the nerve cells in that part of the brain can't properly send their message. A neurotransmitter sends messages. There was a study back in 2007 by, I believe, Brown University, and it was a pretty good study. It analyzed data from almost 6,000 adults in 3,000 households. Uh, 
And it indicated that these toxins really have a big impact on both the nervous system and the immune system and impede the the function of the frontal cortex, which is how they're linking it to anxiety and depression. Now, I've listed a bunch of signs and symptoms kind of in the, the nervous system, mental and brain category, but that's not the only ones. That's not all. Some other signs and symptoms of mold toxicity, we've already talked about fatigue, immune system issues, so autoimmune conditions, overreactivity to foods and chemicals. I've talked before about how if you're allergic to a bunch of plants, like if you're allergic to avocados and bananas and apples or carrots or any of those things, then that is a reason to dig deeper because that's a very unusual symptom, right? It's not normal to be allergic to all of those things. It is normal to be allergic to like gluten or glycophosphate in gluten, right? That's that's different. It is not normal to be allergic to avocados, for example. So um, oversensitive food allergies, scent sensitivity, skin rashes, uh, insomnia, frequent waking up, night sweats, increased urination, uh, appetite swings, weight gain or weight loss resistance. That is a sign of mold toxicity, friends. Uh, eye, eye trouble, so blurred vision, irritated eyes, itchy eyes, being sensitive to bright light. If you can't walk outside with without sunglasses on a sunny day, without squinting, then that is a sign that you're having mitochondrial issues, those little powerhouses in your cell. That's an energy issue. And it could be related to mold as a root cause. Might not be there are other root causes, but that's just a little side note there. And then of course the ones that people generally think of to as going with mold toxicity like cough, sore throat, runny nose, sneezing, chronic sinus congestion, asthma, shortness of breath and chest tightness. And yes, those things can go along with other things, other viral things that are happening right now. So you do want to be careful. Now, what how do you how do you test to know for sure so there are a couple different paths of thoughts there's one you know test don't guess right test don't guess is absolutely beautiful sometimes when we test instead of guessing we find out things too early in our process in our in our healing process and so we want to jump in and fix it right now and that's not necessarily a bad thing but remember the order of operations to healing and if you just like if you do a math problem and you get out of order and you do parentheses last instead of first, the ma- the answer doesn't come out right. Well, if you don't follow the order of operations in healing and working through and rebalancing your body, then guess what? The answer doesn't come out right. So attacking mold toxicity generally happens in the middle of your healing journey. So you don't want to necessarily jump in at the first, but if you want to know definitively, if you have mold toxicity, then a common and simple test for this is called a urine mycotoxin test. Uh, If you excrete an elevated level of mold or mycotoxins in your urine, then that is a sign of mold illness. Now, that is not a perfect test because if your body holds on to these toxins, and you may have heard me say before, I feel like I'm doing a lot of repeating this episode, you may have heard me say before that when you have toxins in your body, your body likes to hold on to them and store them, especially in adipose tissue, which is how you end up having trouble losing weight with mold toxicity. Um, so a lot of times this test can be false, falsely low or falsely negative. There are also some other immune system inflammatory markers that you can check via, via blood test, but they don't necessarily prove that you have mold illness. They generally contribute to the evidence. 
I like to use a combination of criteria with or without the lab test, but things that include a history of mold exposure. Do you have recurrent infections? Do you have a sick building syndrome? So do you feel worse in certain buildings like at home, at school, at work? Um, Do you have chemical or odor sensitivity? And do you have food sensitivities? And the more of those criteria that you meet, the more likely it is that you have a mold-related toxicity that needs to be rebalanced. If you meet all of the criteria, then it's even more likely, that's even more evidence that mold illness is a root cause for you, and it could even be kind of advanced at that point. So what do we do about it? The good news is, is that mold toxicity is absolutely reversible, but you have to do kind of two main categories of things to recover. Number one, you have to get rid of the exposure, okay? Now, that could be having something done at work, at school, at home to have that recovered. Um, and then the other part is removing the or detoxifying the mold from your body and strengthening your body to the point where it's not as susceptible to mold. Okay. So the first step is to get rid of the source. Okay. So that means if you know that you have a leaky window in your house, it's time to investigate and it's time to get that fixed. It's time to uh, remediate the mold in the wall, okay? If you know that you have a moldy HVAC system, it's time to fix that, okay? That, that's, that has to be done. Otherwise, it's going to be a really uphill rebalancing healing battle for your body and for you mentally and physically. The second thing you have to do is make sure that your body's natural detoxification and drainage systems are supported. So you have to support your immune system, your thyroid, your mitochondria, your oxygen status. You have to make sure you're having two bowel movements a day. Um, There are lots of different ways that you can sort of tackle these aspects. Uh, I have one, I tackle them in the root cause revolution membership. And two, I believe I still have the drainage and energy class, which is also available in the root cause revolution membership available for you to purchase on the shop store. I'll link that up at audreychristie.com forward slash one six nine. The second thing you're going to do is bind the mold toxins. So if you have mold toxicity, then your body is going to need to help to get rid of those mycotoxins. Okay. So you bind mycotoxins in your gut and it helps your body to excrete them out. Okay. Now I like to use carbon based binders for this, but there are lots of different options. Carbon-based binders are superior to like old school binders like charcoal and clay and all those things because they travel beyond your gut. And you have to remember that mold and mycotoxins, they affect all the systems in your body, not just your intestines. And so like I was mentioning in the symptoms, we're talking about your brain and your liver and your immune system and your endocrine system. So it's really important to use a binder that can travel beyond your gut. And then, of course, supporting, which we talked about this a little bit, energy and drainage. You want to support your energy, your oxygen, your thyroid, your liver, your drainage pathways. Um, A lot of times people want to get rid of mold toxins by sweating, and that is absolutely A-OK, as long as your other drainage pathways are working as well. So you can do this with a far infrared sauna or with physical activity. For me in Texas, I get sweaty a couple times a day just, you know, doing regular stuff because it's 100 degrees. So... Sweating sounds like a simple solution, but you do have to take it slow, gradually increasing your sweat session, because if you release those toxins too fast, you'll end up feeling really, really bad. And of course, a key part of that is 
upping your water intake as well. So part of mold toxicity also involves rebalancing the body from chronic infections. So if you have a chronic infection like Lyme disease, if you have a parasitic infection, um, if you have any other chronic infection, mold illness really inhibits your immune system. So it's really important to clear out other pathogens that might be involved. So you've heard me say that parasites can block healing. That's why it's kind of the second step in the, the order of operations. So mold spores, same way, they may hide in parasites. So I often recommend that after you do drainage, and energy, you go ahead and do at least a small, gentle parasite cleanse to make sure that you're not skipping over those parasites and then they just release more mold spores. So I hope that gives you a really good starting point. If you feel like mold is a root cause for you, or if you didn't feel like mold is a root cause for you, maybe this you know, kind of gave you a spark. Maybe your body is saying, oh, that, that's me. That I think that's us. Like, we need to investigate this. Um, chronic mold illness can really leave you feeling uncertain about getting better, but know that many, many individuals have beat mold toxicity, and so can you. Just if you take away a few things here, first step, you need to stop any water damage. You need to minimize your exposure. And then you can focus on energy and drainage and detoxifying your body. Above all, if you only learn one thing, one takeaway from this episode, know this. Chronic disease and autoimmune disease are both preventable and capable of being completely healed. And don't let anyone tell you otherwise because you deserve to feel good. If you want to learn more about me, about how to implement these things in your life, feel free to check out AudreyChristie.com. There's tons of free downloads. You can check out the membership while you're there. There are online mini courses on this very topic and tons of resources to help you create your own root cause revolution. Remember, friend, I am always rooting for you, and I'm so grateful for you listening. See you next time. Thank you for listening to the Root Cause Revolution podcast. Be sure and subscribe on your favorite podcast provider. Ratings and reviews are always appreciated.